0: Warning, this podcast has stories of real-life events and true crime that happens every day. These stories may contain adult language and graphic or disturbing details not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. 132
1: and first, I've got him at dead point. Hey. Checking the hey. most of the hey. call, hey. We're, we're, out. we're not doing it, you're are pulling them out. What are here? you doing, Jack? 111, 119. advisory 119. for a game No, 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 no!
0: I'm Tom. I'm Chuck, and uh it's me and not Matt this week. <laughs> yeah, how was that? How was running the show without me?
2: Good. Yeah, you know, I I think it went a lot smoother than I I thought it was going to. Um, uh, it, it was interesting. Terrible. No, I, I mean, I know Matt. I, he was used. He wasn't used to it, so there was a lot of pausing with <laughs> <laughs> Matt <laughs> some things, and I was like, uh, "It's you, dude." Is it, oh, yeah, but so I, I, it was good. Um, I thought it, it went well, um, you know, and, uh, didn't think there was any really major issues. Um, so yeah, I think it was a successful, uh, run and it gets people used to hearing another person's voice on this platform, um, that they don't normally hear and that they will hear yeah. more of. So I thought it was good.
0: As we integrate locker room and war stories more over the next couple of months. Um, you know it was it was interesting it's always interesting for me to listen to ones I'm not on um just because I know you guys and it's you know I couldn't make it so let's back up. This is being released Monday as normal episodes are um, but it's being recorded uh, the previous week so for those of you that follow the podcast, we didn't have an episode last week last Monday, and we had to postpone locker room yeah. from our normal Wednesday live to thursday live so if you're listening to this on monday this is some inception shit right here you're listening to this on monday after locker room came out on thursday we are recording it on thursday before we do locker room live tonight so
2: correct no
0: idea what we're going to say we can't say anything about last week's locker room because last week's locker room hasn't happened yet at this point (laughs) (laughs) that's true
2: yeah It's,
0: it's crazy. That's, um,
2: that's some mind mounting stuff right there. If you start. Right.
0: About it. Right. But uh, what I will say is the uh, dude, the stuff that we've all had, go. like we try to get these episodes done, either have a guest or a debrief or tell a story or whatever on Mondays. But sometimes real life just gets way too much in the way. And that's kind yep. of what happened. Uh, I had it, it was negative 17 at night was the low and then during the day it was negative six um and subsequent to that as the temperature started to come back up uh, i talked with one local firefighter who he i had to deal with him for a professional call and uh we were talking about response times and what they'd been doing that day and i said something about you know getting them all dressed up for nothing. And he goes, Oh no, I, I was already dressed. This is my 15th, one of these today. And I was like, no shit. It was all broken pipe walls. It was all like fire suppression systems and whatnot that were the fire suppression systems. Pipes were freezing and cracking. And then as the water thawed, it broke the pipes and started flooding all these different places. He said he'd been to 15 of them in one day. Wow, that's and wild. So here's it's pretty, what I've here's what I've, here's what I've learned. When the pipe breaks and the water starts pouring out of the fire suppression system, the sprinkler system tells the alarm, "Hey, we're pouring water out," and the alarm goes, "Well, if the sprinklers are pouring water out, that means there's a fire," and then the fire alarm panel dials the monitoring company and says, "This building's on fire." And ah. so- <laughs> the fire department rolls out for an activated sprinkler system that it turns out is just a broken pipe in the sprinkler system.
1: Yeah. And that water
0: stinks so bad. I bet. Probably smells like sewage. So it, it, it's the, the grease that they put on the pipe fittings when they thread the pipes and the, the solder and all these other different things that they do when they in, you know, when they manufacture or install the fire suppression system, and then they charge the lines
1: yep.
0: and it sits there. And so the, all that stuff that's in the lines, they don't clean it out. It's just all the gunk that was in there when they installed the lines is in that water. And so when that water comes out, it is stale, stagnant, greasy, smelly. Just none of us could fit like, this was my first time being around a fire suppression system with the fire when the, when the pipes burst, it's <laughs> like, like, like something smells like it's burning, like. Like it smells like an electrical fire or it smells like a, a like something and they're like that's, that's the grease. shit. Yeah. Well, next time it won't smell. Right? Next time it'll be fresh as a daisy. <laughs> oh Our fire smells great. And and <laughs> guess what? You can't reoccupy the building or get the alarm to stop sounding until you turn uh you, you got to turn the water off to the fire suppression system. Then you got to silence the alarm cuz the alarm is still going to tell the, f- the alarm company that the sprinklers are going off until you get the pipes fixed and you re-energize and recharge the lines. So I learned all that this week. And you know uh, it's weird is that it can...
2: It's weird. You can have a pipe break because of cold, uh, the cold, right. but then the water pours out. But if it was cold enough for the water to freeze, for the pipe to break, then how is the water coming out?
0: So, So here's what, what... This is also what I learned the pipes freeze the water freezes if you're lucky the pipe you you just have no water until the pipe thaws right those unlucky people the pipe freezes and cracks and then as the water starts to thaw the pressure from the water Mm. ruptures the pipe makes sense so all those people that had cracked pipes they they now that the, the free frozen water that cracked their pipe is starting to thaw. Now they're actually getting the leaks. So it probably cracked a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what about your house? I'm I, knock wood on my head on my desk. We are we're doing all right. Um, and so here's the here's the other thing I found out is when the snow shows up before the really cold snap. The snow insulate your insulates your house.
2: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like an egg we level.
0: because yes, yeah, so, but so, but because of El Nino down south, y'all got got more water and colder temperatures this winter, which pushes your warmer weather up towards us, which means we got less moisture and m- more mild temperatures in you know November December than we would normally get. I didn't even have white Christmas. Like we had uh, snow once in, it, right after oh, Thanksgiving, wow. and then it then it then it just didn't come back. And That's so it, it rained. It just rained a lot it and it washed all the snow away. So it wasn't That's, that cold. So it was not, you know, it was, it was in the high thirties, low forties. And then, oh. uh, there's no snow anywhere. And then the cold snap happens, you know, the second week of January and we go sub zero temperatures and there's no snow on the houses to insulate them. And, uh, and bon. there you sense. go. Makes sense. Freaking
2: crazy thing is it's been like 30 some odd degrees when you wake up here and then by the time it's like one o'clock in the afternoon too it's like 77 right and then two Plus hours later is- it's 50 mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking crazy uh,
0: but oh. yeah it, well so that was my reason why i i was dealing with all these emergencies because of this frozen weather um and so i was just unable and then yesterday you, well you've been sick right yeah
2: dude i can't catch a fucking break none of us can catch a break Yeah. Got sick at Christmas, pretty fucking bad. Lat lasted. It's still there. Like I still have issues in my chest right now. I'm still like wheezy a little bit and still coughing shit up. And then last week, was it like i was last week um as we're recording last week. so two weeks uh, mm-hmm. from week was out um <clears throat> all the kids, well, the youngest, she ended up getting stomach flu. And we didn't know we were like, why is she fucking throwing up? Like, and it was nonstop from on one night from i want to say around 10 p.m to 4 a.m oh geez every every 15 to 25 minutes
0: yeah so we were timing it the little kids, it that's contractions not
2: good. no and then we were getting her up dude we went through i just got some grounding sheets that day too mm-hmm. 110 grounding sheets that you plug into the wall to ground yourself while you sleep some hippy dippy science stuff she puked all over that, got to sit on it for about two hours and then change it out. <laughs> uh, she got sick. Yeah, yeah, look into it, grounding sheets. Yeah, they look, they're look they pretty cool. I don't know, I'm trying to use one right now. It's been on the bed for two days, so we'll see what happens. <clears throat> and then, so, she got sick, she puked for three fucking days, and then on the third day, uh, my second youngest started to vomit. And then the day after th- that night, my... Uh, my wife started to feel nauseous and she started uh, puking uh, Well, dry heaving because um, there was nothing in our stomachs to puke. Cause we got nauseous first. So we weren't eating. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I got it. So it was like a week long of everybody getting it. And I was the last person to get it. So, and then that lasted, I was nauseous for like three days. It was a weird stomach flu. Cause it lasted for three days puking for a day, day and a half. -hmm. And then nausea the whole time, like unrelenting nausea. So that happened. So he just couldn't catch a fucking break. And then, like everybody in the house got it. Everybody.
0: What's funny is I looked up grounding sheets and it says one of the side effects the first time you use it is nausea.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I got my
0: kids sick. No, but it was more. (laughs) Right, right. That's funny. Only one. So this week uh, we are we are we've had a couple of videos sent in uh and one of them went kind of haywire and so we thought whenever, whenever we get enough videos or enough people send us one video then we we stack them up and we do these debriefs and we talk about them uh yeah so i thought we'd start with what do you, we, which one do you want to start with
2: you know what? Screw it. let's call an audible let's start with the one um with the trooper because that one got the most traction
0: got it okay so this, Somebody you want to tee me. this up?
2: Yeah, so basically, uh a state trooper, um, I, I don't necessarily know where he's from. So Your window down. down. Pulls over a vehicle, walks up to the passenger side, like you're supposed to, when mm-hmm. working a one-man car. Walks up, sees that there's tinted windows. And all manufactured vehicles are on most, let's say on most manufactured vehicles, newer vehicles, they will mm-hmm. have their rear glass tinted, whether it be a truck, whether it mm-hmm. be a sedan, whether it be a fucking Two-door sports car. One of the the back most back window that's not the front two windows or the windshield will be tinted. It will have a factory tent up to like 35 or privacy glass. It'll be privacy glass. Right. So he walks up. So it's a suburban uh type of car. a Lincoln uh navigator walks up. Uh you can obviously see there's rear tent on the back window, on mm-hmm. the back hatch window. So by default, there is gonna the side windows will have tent all the way up to the passenger and driver's side window. Yeah. And he walks so Lincoln to Lincoln Navigator
0: for your own imaginations for those of you listening and not watching.
2: Right. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 Lincoln Navigator. Um, <clears throat> and so he walks to the back glass stops, as you can clearly see, tells the, uh, the, the occupants, in the vehicle, roll down your windows. And they, that's when the whole, the whole thing starts. They refuse to roll down the windows. He's like, no, he explains the reason why I can't see through your windows. Mm-hmm. I'm not walking past it. Roll your windows down. Which I'm not gonna get into it, so let's watch the video, but that's basically what's going on. Okay. Legal traffic stop.
0: Roll your window down. Open my door, sir. Open your door, roll the window down, one of the two. That's enough. No, I have to be able to see their hands. I'm not walking past it. Your windows are too dark. Sir, sure, where's yeah. your supervisor? You're not getting a supervisor. Sir, sure, I want a supervisor.
2: Step out of the car and walk to the front. Sir, sure, I want a supervisor. Step out of the car and walk sure, to the I'm front.
0: It's so a bold of strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Just smack the lip.
2: Perfect. Get pitted, so pitted.
1: Get out of the car! Get out of the car with your hands up! Get out of the car with your hands up.
2: Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> uh uh so to preface this, we don't know the reason why the vehicle was pulled over. We don't it doesn't come. Down. Like, the Open reason why my the vehicle door, was pulled sir. over was right. because of we'll blah see blah here. blah. Whatever. There's probably some sort of vehicle code violation. Um, but in any lawful traffic stop, you it is this in a traffic stop. Let me just start with this first. It is a fucking detention. You are not free to leave. You are not free to go. You shall comply with the orders the officer gives you. If the officer wants to see your license, registration, proof of insurance, you shall provide that or provide whatever that you have at that moment to give to the officer, which includes your full name, date of birth, everything. If they want you to roll those windows down, you have to roll those windows down.
0: Right. And
2: especially for officer safety.
0: Don't fuck around. Like, this is the fuck around, find out part, right? Yeah. And uh, so I looked it up. Let's see here. Uh, I looked up the GPS because the GPS coordinates are right there on the on the body cam or on the web. Uh, the it AM, might be
2: Arizona It is. Emma or Arizona? Well, it doesn't look like Arizona, but
0: uh, it is Arkansas. Arkansas. They don't fuck around up in Arkansas. Let me tell you what, dude. Arkansas does not fuck around in Memphis. Okay, yeah, they don't fuck around there. Yeah, no. Uh, well, okay. So let's start with, if the guy pulling you over is wearing a Smokey the Bear hat, your chances of getting out of a ticket are pretty friggin' slim. Yeah. Add to that if you don't comply with the guy in the Smokey the Bear hat. And I mean a gun and a Smokey the Bear hat, because you have the park rangers, the federal park rangers wear the Smokey the Bear hats, and most of them Right. right. I mean a cop, like state trooper, like... County sheriff. That's that campaign cover. It's yeah. like uh it, it it's like a um you put that on and it changes your personality.
2: <laughs> yeah, highway patrol, dude. You see that son of a bitch walking up, you're like, I'm <laughs> fucked.
0: Oh, God. God dang it. They're like a DI in the military, you know, they're wearing the the yeah, the, yeah. the campaign cover. Uh yeah. I we had those. We had it was a city agency that had the blue straw hat ones like he's wearing. And uh, actually I don't even know that that's a smoky. That might be that cowboy hat style too. I don't know. You know. it
2: looks like a campaign cover.
0: Let's see what Arkansas. Uh, but either way, if they weren't a cowboy hat, you're even more you're fucked. Screwed. <laughs> I mean, I've I've seen oh yeah, no, it's a campaign cover. So uh it's a Mount Me hat. Anyway, I that hat alone, like then you look at this guy's shirt is so tight. Like mm. he has that uniform tailored. He is 10 pounds a cop in a five-pound uniform shirt. Mm-hmm. And he, the, uh, you
1: know,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, hey, good on him. You know, whatever. Like, <laughs> he's not fat. He's in shape. He's um, away. Yeah. So this guy, we don't know why he. It, it, it smacks to me of one of two things: either an overprivileged a hole, because the, the the asking for a supervisor thing. Not many people like that's a pro tip right of like i can delay this guy i can you know i can because at a lot of agencies including my agency if somebody asks to see a supervisor and i tell them no i'm i'm gonna get hosed right so in a lot of agencies there's that like mine included
2: if you if someone requests a supervisor you shall get them a supervisor
0: right i'll go
2: as Right. And I'll go as far as my agency got so crazy with this. If they say there when you ask them before you could ask them this, now you cannot in California, do you know why I pulled you over? If they say, well, it's because I'm it's because I'm black or it's because I'm a person of color, you have to get a fucking supervisor. And that's just my agency, and that's other agencies inside of California. However, that is some agencies. There are agencies out there, and many of them many agencies that you, that if you request a supervisor, okay, cool, but no, like it's not going to happen. There are also agencies in California that if, if you request a supervisor, they don't have to provide you one. If you want to talk to the supervisor, you can always, you know, call into the station, file a complaint, go to the station, file a complaint with the, whoever the, the desk sergeant is or whoever the watch commander is at that point in time. But there are so many agencies, smaller agencies and agencies in other parts of this country that they are so short staffed and so thin that they might not even have a supervisor. They might just have an officer in charge, Mm -hmm. which could be the senior officer on the watch that they're in charge. And now that they're the watch commander, you know, it, that happens in California all the time. And Mm -hmm. just because you ask for a supervisor, doesn't mean you can get a supervisor because a lot of agencies policies, just like a lot of other agencies policies, you shall get a supervisor. There are a lot of agencies that they don't have to provide you one. That's cool. You want one, but you ain't getting it. And they're and if his agency doesn't uh, require you to get one and it's not a shall, hey, that's cool, fine and dandy. You're not getting one. Roll the fucking windows down. And right. if, it's a lawful, if it's a lawful traffic stop, you're not free to go. You're not free to exit your vehicle unless the officer asks you to. And if the officer asks you to get out of the vehicle, you shall get the fuck out of that vehicle. If the officer asks for your driver's license, proof of insurance and identification and all that good shit. You shall give it to him. If you do not have it to you shall give them your, your 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 name. It is a detention. It is not a consensual encounter. You are not free to leave. And if you are not free to leave and it's a detention, they can pull your ass out and they can even go as far as placing handcuffs on you if you are not complying with the traffic stop. And if you fail to to, to sign a ticket, you can also go to, go to jail. And a right. lot of agencies, a lot of agencies have this. If you fail to sign a traffic ticket, you can go to jail because the idea behind it is You're going to go in front of a magistrate because you violated the law. You're refusing to sign. So now you're going to go in front of a magistrate and have everything expedited for you to determine whether or not you're guilty or or, or not guilty. So it's cute that the guy is like, there's been so many. That's the reason why we want to play this. There's been so many comments on our Instagram and arguments regarding, well, that cop's an asshole. He's, he's, he's uh, abusing his power. No, he's not. Why? Oh, because he's. He's saying um, the, the 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 driver is requesting a supervisor, and he's telling him to go pound sand. Okay, right. Well, he doesn't have to, and he's asking to roll down the windows. Well, you don't have to roll down the windows. Yes, they. Yes, he does.
0: Right. That it's a it's lawful a order. Thing. It's called a lawful order. Yeah. 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 When you when you're given that's why um, you know you have the right to free assembly, right? That's in, that's one of, in the Bill of Rights. But once an assembly is declared unlawful, and you were given a lawful order to disperse game on right yeah like you yeah. that that right to free assembly went right out the window because they have declared that an unlawful assembly and you got to go right. and you were given a lawful order not to go and since you didn't we're breaking out the pepper balls and the dogs and the tear gas and the rubber bullets and the you know uh, the the foam 40 millimeter rounds you yeah, know the dragon's <laughs> breath yeah
2: like not to be not to be misconstrued with fire fucking like incinerated on call of duty not that we're not talking
0: about dragon's breath shotgun shells like
2: it's it's a it's a 30 millimeter cannon that basically gets shot at the ground and it comes out like fire hits the ground and rubber balls go
0: yep yep uh and the the baton rounds where you shoot it at the ground and the this wooden dowel is scored and then it breaks into discs and the discs fly up and hit your ankles and your shins oh yeah oof good stuff sounds good i've been in one riot boys and i met. it was a good time and it wasn't even a bad one like okay so we should we should i know we've talked to elliot about the la riots and stuff um but let me just tell you man you want to talk about the wild wild west you get to a riot and it's all bets are off you got you talk about the la riots and the watts riots and some of those like oh gosh there are yep. some there's some there are a lot of stories that will never be told about that stuff
2: yeah and uh, we're not talking about the, the the new age la riots in 2020 right.
0: no, no, no 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 we're talking about like the, the oj riots the, or the rodney king riots uh dude we're talking about the riots where they would check
2: out urban police rifles m16s mm-hmm. with a full complement of ammo mm-hmm. and come back and be like how much Anymore. ammo you only have one mag left. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, shit there was like- a pile of ammo. There was a pile of ammo that just yeah. said, "Help yourself." There was no, like, nobody was counting rounds and nobody was asking questions. Uh, and that ghost stories from, about this yeah shit. the roof Koreans and all that stuff. Yeah. Like roof Koreans are like look up roof Koreans if you never looked up if you've never Googled it you will see Korean business owners in black neighborhoods with high powered rifles sitting on top of their roofs yeah. like snipers in a in a guard tower making sure ain't nobody come within riotable distance of their business
2: Yeah, or in koreatown where like they Mm -hmm. were all at they were on top of their roofs the rooftop koreans were on top of their roofs and would fucking shoot at you if you tried to um go in and vandalize their store and basically pillage their shit because of all the
0: uh the stuff a mutual friend that we both know uh, i i don't know if he's told this story on the show (laughs) i don't know if we can say he told this story. So I will just say, went to a call as a dead, dead rioter in the street, in the, you know, South end of town. So you can imagine like they're going to lots of these calls with, with, uh, young black males dead. This guy's shot in the street and they look at the body and he's two doors over from a liquor store and they look at the liquor store and up on the top of the liquor store is a Korean with a rifle. And they look at the korean with the rifle and they look at the body and they look at the korean with the rifle and they look at the body and they kind of go you know like arms up in the air like what happened and the korean goes i don't know shrugs his shoulders and they go okay and they scoop the body up throw it in the suburban and take it to wherever they're collecting bodies for the morgue like it was it was insane crazy yeah it was crazy Uh, let's talk crazy. before we move on to the next video, because we mentioned California's new law. Uh, so for those of you practicing listening to the show in another state, um, this would be an interesting debate to have. Maybe it's something we could bring up on a show uh, where we have Matt um, and Marco. Cause I would be interested to get their non-law enforcement opinion. On. Okay. Right. California just passed a B two seven, seven three. Uh, and there's a lot of things like, Report uh, each agency that employs police officers shall blah, 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 blah right? You got to begin collecting. Now, it only applies to certain agencies that uh, that employ a thousand or more. So basically, LA County Sheriff, LAPD, uh, Highway Patrol, like big, big, huge agencies, right? Yeah. But here's some of the stuff. Date and time and location of the stop. The reason for the stop. The result of a stop, such as no action warning citation property, right? Uh, If a warning was issued, the warning uh, provided or violation cited. Uh, If arrest was made, what was charged? No big deal. Number six, the perceived race or ethnicity, gender, and approximate age of the person stopped, provided that the identification of these characteristics shall be based on the observation and perception of the peace officer making the stop Mm -hmm. and the information shall not be requested from the person stopped. In other words, What race did you think they were? Yeah. You can also say you can't tell. But still, like, it's... Now, we go through all the reporting of what they're required to do. um, Because, you know, there's some of this stuff that's uh, for... Because there's specific sections for rail transit safety cops and all this other stuff that they have to report. But the big takeaway from this is... Uh, It took place January, it took effect January 1st of 2024. Really? Yep. Requires requires police to tell motorists the reason they are being stopped. Unless the officer reasonably believes that withholding the reason for the stop is is necessary to protect life or property from imminent threat. Uh, The only thing that's not clear is whether an officer's refusal to disclose the basis for a stop was reasonable. A state board has been considering regulations to require officers to tell their superiors and the state why they believe full disclosure would endanger them. So basically the process or the, the practice of pulling somebody over going, Hey, do you know why I stopped you? He's gone. You can't, it's you can't do that anymore. It's fucking stupid. Okay. Now this is what I wanted to get into because I I'm, I'm on the fence. I don't think it should be made into law, but what I taught my trainees was, unless you have a reason not to, yeah. tell them the reason you stop. Don't ask them. Don't ask the question. Just be like, "Hey, my name is Officer and So uh, I stopped you today for going too fast or speeding. Uh, you know, can you I see your driver's license, registration, insurance? Start with it, right? And I was taught. I taught. I was taught that, and I taught that because it ends a lot of arguments, right? there's There's a lot of things that you can head off at the pass, as it were, <laughs> and not have to deal with by just telling them ahead of time you can still do a full investigative stop. Um, but you know the the difficulty that it gets into is things like wall stops where or or pretext stops, which are technically legal under the constitution the the Supreme Court has deemed uh pretext stops where you stop them for one thing but really you're investigating another as as lawful as as constitutional but there are a lot of agencies and i believe even the state of california has made them against policy right you can't do them anymore um which hell do you know how many duis i took to jail because they ran a stop sign or they didn't have their li- I, I i got a lot of dope for people that didn't have their license plate lights lit and we used to call that the 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 a-town felony where you know somebody's driving down the street with their license plate not <laughs> lit and you'd stop yep. them from that and they'd have warrants and dope and all kinds of shit. you know the the vehicle really 40 forty thousand pieces of probable cause to stop a car and then it's up to you to be a good you know investigator to get in the car yep so I have a hard time with the fact that they had to make this a law. Why did it have to be a law? Why did you have to say you are required by law to tell the person the reason you stopped them? That should be common damn sense for police officers, but I don't want us to lose or cops to lose the ability to do the aw shucks during a stop where they need to buy a little time because there is more going on. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah there was a a traffic stop near LAX uh, years ago. Let's say sake of this podcast six years ago, maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's six years ago, it was traffic stop lawful traffic stop Um, long story short because of good investigative skills um, and uh, whatever they were able to find out that this guy was a domestic terrorist planning attack uh, of explosives on um a target Mm -hmm. roll back to his pad warrant was done um his place was fucking booby trapped and they were able to go in and recover bomb making material made bombs and basically like a manifesto Mm -hmm. and they had already found some in his core so where was he going who knows but he was up to no good if he had a fucking bomb in his car and he had more bomb-making materials and more bombs back in his his location, his pad. <clears throat> so you you look at that and you're like, oh, that's a fucking great job on the cops. Yet if it was today, that dude would just start blowing shit up because the cops aren't able to pull those people over now. They're not able to do the investigative stops like that um, anymore because of this law. And so you're going to see so many criminals and bad shit happen and get away with it just because you can't pull them over. Like if you used to be able to see someone has like a CD hanging in their windshield, right. Mm-hmm. Their review, that's illegal because it obstructs the view. Right. Right. And you used to be able to pull over for that. And that was a good pretext stop. They have, I'm not, may not cite for it, but I'll give them a warning, but I'm going to use it to stop to them, stop and talk to them. And I'm going to get their, their full name and everything running for wants and warrants. And if that person comes back with a warrant, I'm in the car. If they come right. back with something, and I'm like, "Hey, exit the vehicle," or just they come back and you know whatever, and you just ask them to get out, and you ask if you could do a pat down, right? And they go, "Sure." And you find dope on them, the car's yours, right?
0: Within well, and let me back up. Part of that, but cops shot themselves in the foot because if you have you know four inch fuzzy dice hanging from the windshield or hanging from the rearview mirror. Each dice is four inch, three or four inches. That's, you know, six to eight inches of blacked out space right in the center of your windshield, depending on how long, how low it's right. hanging. You could articulate that as a vision obstruction. That was how the law worked. Right. It didn't say you can't have anything hanging from your rearview mirror. It said you can't have anything that obstructs your view out the windshield. Right. Well, the second you start pulling over somebody for having a necklace with a crystal or a rosary hanging from their rearview mirror, and you're saying that's right. a vision obstruction, that's fucking thin and yeah that's that's where like you overuse shit and then the same thing with the taser i told my guys i'm like stop fucking tasing all these people go hands-on don't be afraid to go hands-on get in fights right you, the taser it, it's not like if you start handing out tasings like candy they're gonna take it away and lo and behold what happened they started getting more restrictive and policies started changing and mm-hmm. like you know uh, got people. Yeah. People got shot. You know that that could have been just fought because somebody reached for a taser when they didn't need to and accidentally grabbed a gun. You know a firearm. Yeah. And hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I wasn't there. I wasn't in the moment. But I am saying that a good old I, and I, maybe I'm a little biased. I was an arrest and control instructor. A good old fashioned ass whooping. A good old fashioned Donnybrook was a good time. And yeah. you handed somebody their ass. You put him in cuffs. Maybe you got a torn uniform, skin knee, split lip, you know, purple cheek, whatever. But right you you took the guy to jail, you won, you had a fight. It's all good. Right. And we went away from that. So I don't know. Yeah.
2: And now it's like you can't fucking do anything. But to to real quick to circle back to the original video that we showed. Yeah. That cop did everything legal, above board. You yeah. don't have to be uh, kind of gentle to everybody. He was stern. He wasn't rude. No, wasn't rude. He, wasn't he was disrespectful. He was stern. Oh. He's supposed right. to be stern. When, when does where does it say in the law that cops have to be pussies or cops have to be, oh Light. sir, the uh, mm. please exit your vehicle. No, no, no. Get out of your vehicle or roll your windows down. This is a right. lawful stop, and then we can talk.
0: And no, the no, guy no, comes off. He didn't even yeah. sit there and he didn't sit in his car and wait for a supervisor. Nope. He took now off now. now like, Right. Yeah. So now, and then he got, he get pitted, you know, this is, this is a, a guy, the cop. Okay. I, I, I can't think of how he else, it, other than if he violated his own policy, by not by telling him now you're not getting a supervisor, maybe that's in policy for him. It wasn't for me. So I can't even judge that part of it. Right. All right, I can right. say is, is that, That dude fucked around and found out, and he turned a ticket into a pit maneuver arrest at
2: gunpoint. The the pit was lawful. And when you post-pursuit tactics, if someone runs from you, they're up to no good. So a reasonable person would think that they're hiding something, concealing something. They're trying to flee to get away. You are allowed to draw your weapon because now they're fleeing to get away. You don't know what's in that vehicle. They wouldn't show you. So all of the totality of the circumstances, you you draw your weapon, you're completely, completely legal. If someone flees from you and you're now in a pursuit and you have a clear road, which he did, and you're at the right speed limit, you can pit. Right. It was completely legal. So all these people on Instagram crying that wasn't legal, that went, fuck you, is legal. You're just no. mad yep. because you don't like cops. It, it is what it is. Don't Don't fucking break the law and don't evade police and don't run yeah. from them for no fucking reason.
0: So now yeah. our theme, I, I, I believe that we kind of have established our theme for this episode because- all of these videos, in one way or another, with the exception of the last one that we threw in for shits and giggles,
1: yeah.
0: uh, all of these videos are failures to comply. So let's look at another failure to comply. This, <laughs> this is some TJ Hooker shit. For those of you don't know, TJ Hooker was a cop show, a really bad '80s cop show, like Think Night Rider, Arrow. Right? It was on the same time as Night Rider, Fall Guy. So like mid '80s. William Shatner, Captain Kirk himself, played a cop that was worked for. Like it was, it was supposed to be LAPD. It was not clearly like they they tried to make it LAPD, uh, but they couldn't make it LAPD because of the insane shit they did on the show. And LAPD was like you don't <laughs> don't know you don't. You're not putting our
2: fucking name on that. Not putting
0: name on that shit. Uh, famously, William Shatner always seemed to find a reason to hang on to the hood of a car like an action movie star Dude. and while the car was driving. Well, this, this officer may have seen one too many episodes of TJ Hooker. Huh? Uh, let's watch.
1: Stop the car. Stop the, Stop the car. car. Stop the
0: okay. car. Stop yeah, the, the car.
1: Stop it.
0: Stop the uh, car. Okay. So let's back up a little bit. Um, <laughs> the, he's got his gun drawn and he's standing in front of the car in front of the car like at the hood he is the hood ornament at this point pointing his gun through the windshield at the driver and i don't know what the reason is but the guy's saying it's not a big deal it's not a big deal right um the second cops have a gun pointed at you it's a big deal right you can argue about whether they should have later but when the gun is pointed at you is not the time to have your argument that's just no that's a pro tip (laughs) but if uh, guys if this is you and you're that jacked up i mean you can hear he is yelling like he's in a firefight he is so jacked up right so as we continue He's, there's also another officer at the driver's window, driver's side window. So he's, there's no requirement for him to be standing in front of the car other than he's trying to stop the car from driving away, I think. Well, the drive away. Stop it! Stop the car! And the police Bring officer the climbs on Bring the... the stop the, the car! Stop the, the car, car, man! he's driving down the street. And the guy speeds up. Holy and shit. Yeah, you can hear, hear that engine. The cop is on the and now he's on the roof of the car, and now he's just holding on to your life. Well, oh, the guy heads for a train tracks. So the train is going across the train tracks. The train is there. So he heads to uh, a tanker yard. Like these are eighteen-wheeler tankers. And now we're seeing this from the dash cam of the the, the, the cop is hanging on to your life. And homeboy hits a dip like a hard dip totaled and the the cop goes flying off and then i don't know if you guys heard that right at the end let's see if you can hear it like i did
2: I need I need
0: that's because she just saw her partner bounced off of the car onto the ground um yeah and i i don't know what happened to him um but he fucking got fucked up dude there, there's no heat 40 mile an hour bump to ground you're breaking something maybe some ribs at, at a minimum shoulder you know, shoulder um tearing some, tearing some cartilage tearing some ligaments you're, tearing some soft yeah, you're, tissue. you're
2: out for a while on this one if not totally disabled after this like
0: you could break your hip i mean dude what the hell was this guy so
2: thinking? I don't know. It goes like, well, both of them, the cop and the suspect, what the fuck are you thinking? It goes risk versus reward. Is the risk enough for your life and other people's lives and putting in danger? There is no point. And like I always say, I always try to argue for the cop, but there is no point in which you should be on someone's fucking hood when you have every means to get the fuck out of the way. An arrest isn't that fucking important. You know, if he flees and he's trying to flee, get in your fucking car and follow him because it's safer. Do not put yourself in peril and in jeopardy and the public in peril and jeopardy. Because if this guy was to crash into, say, someone crossing the street with their fucking kid yep. and smoke check them, you are at fault. The cop is because you created this situation. Whereas yep. if you would have just let him take off and run and get in your police vehicle and, and enter into a pursuit and he hits a fucking person. It's on him, not on you, but because you basically escalated this situation, right, to hop on the vehicle and point the gun at him. Now, you could have pointed the gun at him, and the moment he started coming forward, you have to get out of the way. You can't just start unloading into the, the fucking windshield because you have every reason or every ability to get the fuck out of the way because you're not in, like, let's say an alleyway. If you were to stop this vehicle, it's an alleyway. It, let's say it has a you know, fucking murder suspect in there, right, or whatever, and they start to try to run your ass over and you have nowhere to go and other than hop on the fucking hood and start delivering rounds into the car. All right, then that's what you're gonna do. But that's like the most egregious fucking example where you have a murder suspect, you're in an alley, there is no way to get out. And not to mention, if you had an, a murder suspect, you don't even need to get on the hood if you were in something like this. You could just step to the side and load in the car because it's escape of a violent-playing felon. However, we don't know what's going on with this. I would probably bear to say maybe the dude's got a warrant, maybe he fucking did some crazy vehicle maneuver and they pulled him over and they don't want him to go away. So they create contempt of cop and hop on the car.
0: Okay. I can't I can think of a single, to. I can't think of a single charge, even rape and murder. You can get him. You'll get him later. Like, unless he's got a nuclear bomb that he's going to detonate in front of a school. Right. right? And you- <laughs> so here's, here's what I'll tell you. Right. There is a, there is a, uh, uh, uh there is something to strive for when you're, learning to be a cop or when you are doing the job and that is to be this guy during a pursuit i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, a little i'm going to break out my acting skills for a minute and try and try and give you a, a dramatic reenactment of what the best cops i ever worked with and what i strove to sound like on the radio during a pursuit here you go ready We're continuing, we're now northbound on 5th, 32 miles. 14, we're now making a new turn, he's around, up 5. Okay. he's just coming out of
1: the window at the 1800 block. Okay.
0: Alright, terminated, I'm going to need a uh, different unit for tell county stop. like that is how calm you should be Mm -hmm. it should be
2: (laughs) right yeah you can always tell a new officer or an officer who's never been in a pursuit or anything like crazy because they are panicking you can hear it in their voice right and generally it's pretty green you know um officers but Listening to the to the your example and then, but you can hear hear the uh, the broadcasting officer. It was pretty like calm.
0: Yeah, the like, the, the back officer in the pursuit. Yeah. Even when she, I I think it's a girl. She goes. She goes. I need medics. Like, like man, fuck. I put out uh, like this is like uh, forty on out i I'll go. I got four at gunpoint. I'm code it. <laughs> Like what? confirming a four at gunpoint yeah i've got i've got a unit in route we're good <laughs> you know like it's like i've got four at gunpoint i don't need everybody hauling ass to come over here and save me i i'm good with a myself b the person i've got with me and c the people that are in route like yeah like you, you know because a lot of a lot of departments as soon as you put out someone at gunpoint or you put out pers- you know someone failure to yield or all all the rookies get their fucking get all jacked up and they start hauling ass towards you and they'll crash into each other. They'll, Mm -hmm. they'll crash into civilians. They'll like, it It just right. Slow it down. Calm down. You'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely, definitely
2: seen that. Um, I've also seen, you know, there's a terminology that some big agencies use and they use like, if you're out on some gangsters and you're like, say you're at like four or five gangsters and it's you and your partner, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Show me, show me code six, George and five. Yeah. It's telling everybody else, you're code six. So you're at scene on five known gangsters, right? That means everybody should be coming to your area where you just put out your stop Mm
1: -hmm. to give
2: you assistance because they're known gangsters and you're outnumbered and they're known to carry guns and weapons and shit like that and fight whatever. Then there are parts of the area that I worked that I would put that out. And I would have fucking two two units there, within fucking a minute. Yeah, I put that out in a different area, and they were like, "What's that?" And I was like, different? "What?" I, well, it's, I, not, so it's not uh, we so not
0: <laughs> So, for example, code six. We didn't use code six, yeah. right? Um, yeah, we used we, we use 10, ten codes, right? 10, um, but we get we get like we'd get somebody that say, uh, you know, you you'd run somebody, and you, this is why I love earpieces, right? Wear an earpiece, guys. I know it sucks yeah. on your ear holes, but wear an earpiece. Because you're talking to somebody and the dispatcher goes, uh, Adam 12, is your radio clear? Or Adam 12, 1036? Or one of my favorites, 1036 is confidential information for those of you that don't know ten codes. So it means they're about to tell you something that you don't want other people hearing, right? Right. Uh the best one, the the best dispatchers would go, uh one, one Adam 12 code six Frank at the corner of walk and don't walk. And that's all they would say. Or 1036 Frank at the corner of walk and don't walk. And then I'd say Adam 12 standby. And I now I knew what she was telling me was this guy's, she's about to read back a felony warrant. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is a wanted felon. Right. Mm-hmm. And because she put out the, Code six franc or the 1036 franc and she put out my location. Now all the other cars are going to start to roll. And you'd hear people, you know, Adam 16, I'm in route. Adam 24, I'm closer. I'll 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 be there to back, you know, and everybody starts going that direction because they're good cops, right? Right. Exactly. And then once you hear a good cop going to back up your buddy, you can slow roll and only go if if they ask for an additional unit or to ask for additional bodies. Those are the the shorthand things that you should be developing. You know, I i worked with partners and I would tell them, hey, you know, um, if if I if if I ever get taken hostage, God forbid, and somebody's got a gun to my head, I'm gonna say now. And when I say now, I'm gonna go dead weight limp and shoot that motherfucker. Right. So duh fucking that was, go. Like, right. Like I'm gonna say now and I'm gonna drop dead weight and expose them. And before they when I say now shoot as soon as i'm clear because i will you will have a a half a second to a second to smoke this dude before Mm -hmm. he can react and maybe shoot me as i'm laying on the ground right so have those conversations right exactly have conversations where you're like dude don't what are you doing get off the hood right like yeah you know talk to your partners be prepared but stay calm even with people right who refuse to comply yeah you have, I, you have all the time in the world
2: yeah and i don't see in any world where this fucking dude's not taking days on the beach bro i i just don't think that this is good good optics for one cops and two your tactics this is fucking poor tactics because now you are creating a, an undesirable tactical position if it leads to a, to a shooting tactics leading up to the shooting are going to be out of fucking policy bad bad news bears Yep. And you're where you're shooting might be in policy because the dude's fucking taking off with you in the fucking car and you're trying to. But even then, if you shoot him while he's driving, you're in a ghost riding vehicle. Like you're fucked. And if yeah. he goes limp and hits the accelerator, you're fucked even harder. So, the tactics leading up to it are going to be bad. So now you kind of pigeon your whole yourself. Well, now I fuck, if I get you a shooting, I might get fucking fired or filed on because yeah. I created a deadly force situation that shouldn't where really have went. been a deadly force situation where there wasn't one,
1: mm-hmm. you know?
2: And so I don't really know of like, I don't know. We don't know why this was, um, why the cops pulled this dude over. But what we can say is that you shouldn't have hopped on the hood. You created an undesirable position for yourself and for the rest of the public. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to get fucking fanged for it pretty hard. Bad on you. And learn. You
0: kind, of, you kind of deserve it.
2: Yeah. And do better next Learned time. But yeah. like you're, you're fucked on this one. It, like, yeah, if you
0: just take days on the beach, count yourself lucky, take your days, yeah. learn your lesson and go back to work. Right. It's All right. This one is right. failure to comply. I don't even know how, like this one's got an announcer with it. So hopefully we'll get more of the story. But from what I saw, I'm okay. like, Oh, wow, I got to show this to Chuck. So this is San Diego, California. Right. know, so get
1: booked in but when she opens the door she sees that the man has slipped out of his handcuffs as the officers gather to recuff the man they realize that he has acquired a gun from inside of the cruiser let me see your hands
2: let me see your hands let me see your hands, hands. let me see your hands right
0: okay where to get a gun from inside the cruiser is that a bad search because he's in the cage in the back she he probably reached if few- she so in a lot of in
2: transports uh, a lot of cars in california have that plastic partition right, right? instead of like uh I, I see a lot of sheriffs they won't have the plastic partition they have bars right so yes. if if it's the bars and he can fit his hands through like you see right here so i would assume uh, uh San Diego probably has the bars right behind here he uh-huh. can reach his lanky ass in and grab whatever so if they find how did he get him, it whoop, how did he When you're talking to someone, you move the fucking glass partition, the the plexiglass partition, halfway so you can hear them because it's really muffled back there. As you're talking,
0: we locked ours down. You couldn't move it. I didn't give a shit. It was a it was a plastic. It was plastic on one side and uh, expanded metal, rubber coated expanded metal on the other. So they could, you know, they you'd sit them on the passenger side so they couldn't spin on the back of your head, and you'd sit on the driver's side and they could talk through the mesh. But here's here's the thing. Yeah. There is no world in which he should be able to reach into the front seat and obtain a weapon. No. I don't care what uh, like was your was your shotgun and, and rifle rack unlocked? Well, I think he's got a
2: pistol, bro. Like, so it's like
0: it's either for backup, her, right? Or his gun. Or it was a bad search. Okay, so back to the
2: Right now. CZ he has your fucking he has your He's got a gun. He's got a gun. Crossfire,
0: crossfire. No. Oh, Watch your crossfire <laughs> You guys, at least he said it. At least he said, yeah. crossfire, watch your crossfire. Yeah, they yeah. now have a guy at like the B pillar pointing his gun into the back seat, and a guy at the C pillar on the opposite side of the car pointing his gun into the back seat, yeah. and then a guy at the C pillar on the same side. So they've got a triangle, but two, two corners of that triangle are pointing their guns at each other. And at least he says, you can hear him, he says, watch crossfire. Crossfire, crossfire.
1: Watch your crossfire. Here is a good example of crossfire and the officers Experience. do call it out.
0: Bro, let me see your hands. No, no. Stop.
1: We don't no. want to shoot you. Nobody wants to shoot you, bro. Props to this officer for realizing that he is an open target. Let's back up. Let's back up. Yeah.
0: Get the fuck. It's so bad. Shit.
1: <laughs> the man opens the door through the broken back window with a handgun in his waist. They shoot the man as he tries to get in the front of the car as he would become a greater threat. It is important to note that this officer is standing quite a ways back behind her partner and her partner can at any point move into her line of fire. (laughs) To correct this, it is a good idea to take a step forward and communicate with your partner the officers did a great job of giving the man all of the opportunities to surrender.
0: Him and the dog. Okay, this, yeah. is my favorite. this might be my favorite part of this whole video. So he... This I've got background head. on this, by the way. Okay, cool. He, he goes to open the driver's side door. They, they put rounds in him. He's already lit up, because you can see he's bleeding pretty profusely from a torso wound. Um, lit up. All right? Boom, boom, boom. Now he now watch him. He's he he lays down in the fetal position, but I think at some point his body realized that bullets are spicy. Because yeah. watch, his feet, watch his feet.
1: It <laughs> is important to note that this officer is standing quite he starts kicking his legs like he's trying to run away on the ground.
0: And he's I think I think his body realized that bullets are spicy. So then they send the dog and he is taken into custody. Did he Chuck did he survive? Um, I'm looking trying oh, to read. Well, Here's give us the background. background. Um, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, because I'm super curious how I'm trying to see if he survives. Um, well, no, you know, just, just know. start. I guess, start with the
2: um... it's long, dude. I'm paraphrasing I'm gonna paraphrase all of it. Um, okay. Uh, first aid until the paramedics arrived, Bergen was transported to hospital, non life threatening. Oh, no, he left. Yeah, he <laughs> did. So he was basically stopped for under the influence um for methamphetamine and he was also arrested for uh receiving stolen property and cards uh cards not belonging to him like I like identity theft type of shit right. like credit cards and shit. The gun he uh armed himself with get this her says her fucking backup dude her backup gun In what fucking world Or is your backup gun not on your fucking person? And if you're like, oh, well, I was at the jail, so I started downloading my shit. pause. Let's look at this in a different lens. Get the fuck out of the vehicle. Go to the rear of your vehicle, which is completely encased in fucking steel, Uh, and download your weapons there. I got it. Don't download them in the fucking passenger seat.
0: You got it? I got it. You ready? Officers took the 25-year-old San Diegan, identified by police as, fuck you, into custody without incident police said and transported him to sdpd headquarters where he was left alone in the back of the police vehicle Mm -hmm. Uh, however officials said bergman slipped off one of his handcuffs broke a plexiglass barrier and gained access to a backpack in the back seat of the suv that contained an officer's secondary handgun oh shit it was in the back seat then is in her backpack. Like in the I back- think. I meant passenger seat because he's clearly in the back seat, right? Yeah. So well, I meant like the back hatch area. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was the back hatch area or in the front area. Because that should all be
2: steel behind your head. Yeah, I don't. I mean, uh, there there should be no reason why. in your backpack. Why do you have a gun in your backpack at all? Uh, the only thing I can think of is, is you're, they're there at the jail, so you can't take your gun in. So there, she downloaded her weapons. Yet she still had her 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 uh, sidearm on her. So in what world would you go out on fucking patrol? They're at the headquarters. They're in the, the parking
0: structure. They don't have to disarm in the parking structure. She didn't have to download no, yeah. her weapons. Until she gets them inside towards the holding area where they have fucking safes for this very fucking thing. Right. For us, what we would
2: do is we would we would run two-man cars, even if we ran mm-hmm. one but cool. when we were transporting. We always had two for safety. So you would hop out, you go to the trunk of your vehicle in the old Vix or with the new yes. uh, Suburbans. Trunks are uh, different. Right, and the new uh uh Escape or the Explorers, we would go mm-hmm. into the rear... However, it was encased in steel. So behind yeah. the suspect's head is steel. Like you yeah. can't, you ain't, ain't getting that. You're not breaching it unless you have a fucking shape charge. Like it's and just not put happening.
0: Damn, put a damn lockbox back there if you're gonna do that. The trunks were great because so here's here's what I was talking. About. Put it in yeah. the trunk, the trunk. Don't put it in the locker at the right. jail because inevitably you'll get a call, you'll leave the jail, you'll forget your gun.
2: That's why so we didn't put do it that.
0: In the trunk, right? right? Put it in, but that's a trunk. You have to have a key. It's steel trunk. It's and then the 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 seat, the end, the stab proof seat, all that shit. They can't get to it. They can't get to anything. Don't put a right. fucking gun in. It. Don't put a fucking gun in a backpack. Don't put a fucking no. gun in a backpack. And don't leave it on put your it fucking in passenger in. seat. Don't put a fucking gun in your backpack and leave it unattended. All the guns should yeah. be on you or locked in a container where nobody else can get to them. If you don't have a steel yeah. trunk or a steel lockbox, get one. Bolt Correct. it down. Do whatever. This is just dumb
2: yeah there's uh, there should be no reason why that guy should be able to arm himself with an officer's weapon and especially a backup and let's let's face it if you put your backup because what probably happened is she went on patrol i don't want to wear this thing. i'm gonna throw it in the backpack if i fucking get to a hot call i'll grab it and i'll throw it in my pocket yeah, right it's her go i don't want to sit on it i don't want right. to yeah you, you don't you never go out on patrol with your backup in the bag unless it's a you know uh, an active shooter the go bag where you have mm-hmm. like Another fucking like 30-round magazine, fucking a bunch right. of other shit for your shotguns and for your 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 M16. That's different, but that should never be in your fucking passenger seat. Or we I used to see this a lot. We used to have our little range bags, which is a little go bag, but it was for active shooter situ- situations. And yeah, we would prom- keep it under our magazines. Our, we would keep it under our driver's seat or the passenger seat where we were sitting or at our feet in case shit popped off. We could grab it and go so that you weren't thinking. However, no it would never it. be on our passenger seat. Like we wouldn't,
0: there was no gun in it, right? There was no gun. No, just, it was just it was rounds. Normal. It was fucking extra rounds. It was trauma. It, like, okay. Throw a fucking yeah, live rounds. round at me. Watch what happens. I don't give a shit. Right.
2: Yeah. Every once in a while I would see someone with a fucking, uh, another Glock in there that they wouldn't wear on their person. And they're just like, this is strictly okay. like, if I have to have three guns and I'm going to put it in my other pocket in case yeah. I run dry, I still have this one. Nope. Uh, Here's what uh, it is
0: all right so this last one is just fun uh matt sent this right and well other people sent it too but i I think matt sent it to us uh and this is just like we posted it Uh, uh, this is just unfortunate because well we'll just play it So this guy is being led down the stairs. You see, this is a video from across the street through the window. And I will go, I'll, I'll do a little play by play. The cops are bringing him down the stairs. He's in handcuffs. The video is being shot from across the street through the window. You see the suspect at least two or three steps below the officer that's escorting him down the stairs, who has his flashlight out. It's at least one, possibly two cops at this point, but you can see one for sure. As they approach the bottom of the stairs where the video is being shot through the window, the suspect dives head first towards the glass, gets hung up on the window pane, falls down from the third story, smacks a concrete ledge on the second story, and then smacks the concrete. And. Right the cop upstairs just kind of looks out the window and points his flashlight down at the ground. And then all of a sudden you see like that cop walking up like, Oh shit. (sighs) I mean, there's, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do about that one.
2: It's a tough one because the moment you put handcuffs on someone, they are your responsibility basically. And if something like say they trip and fall, you're in handcuffs, like walking downstairs and they hurt their face you can get in kind of trouble for it because you put them in handcuffs. You were supposed to be escorting them and making sure it's safe. However, there is a gray area just because you put handcuffs on them and they do something stupid. Like they take off running real quick or they, they, they jerked their arms and then they fucking dive. Right. Or, you know, you're, you're, you have your hands on them and you're not expecting them to jump out a fucking window. So you have a light seed. C- c- yeah, you
1: have
0: a reasonable expectation to do that.
2: And then they jump out the window. The officers aren't going to be held accountable. However, they're going to be arguing the fact that the officers, once they put them in handcuffs, that was their responsibility. And because that suspect jumped out the fucking window, if they had a proper grip on that suspect, he would have been unable to do so. So because the suspect was a couple steps in front of them, they might get fucking in trouble. Do I think they're going to get indicted for this? No, I've seen a suspect at the fucking jail handcuffed. Take off from the officers. They got him out of the back. They're like, "Hey, sit here for a second. They have their hand on him, right? Loose C-, C grip on their on the the elbow, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden, the suspect fucking takes off, jumps off of a second story uh, parking structure with Constantine wire all over it. Fucking clears it and clears the bottom onto the steps or onto the sidewalk below. Takes off running. Yeah, and handcuffed.
0: Oh. He survived. I have some backstory on this if you want it. But they got in trouble. <laughs> You can tell this is the East coast because they don't refer to the person as the suspect. The, the news article, the the police referred to him as (laughs) not the actor. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's an actor. Boston. He's a bad actor. This is Pennsylvania. Oh God. Uh, Okay. So a disturbing video. It wasn't that disturbing. It was kind of funny. A disturbing video sent to KDKA TV shows the moment a wanted man jumps to his death from a window in an attempt to get away from police uh officers were walking the suspect down the steps in handcuffs when he jumped headfirst through the third floor window onto the sidewalk below on Saturday the video this was January 1st I guess was when this was posted so this happens like this was pretty recent uh seen by the video seen by thousands on social media is disturbing to watch not really watching the video is so upsetting neighbor Bonnie said not really State police and the police department got a call from the owner of an abandoned building on a North Pittsburgh street, on North Pittsburgh street on Saturday night for a man squatting inside the building, searching the building. They located the, quote, they located the actor on the fourth floor of that building. This actor was positively identified as piece of shit. Uh, he was arrested and immediately placed in handcuffs while in custody. Officers learned he was wanted for attempted homicide stemming from an incident on December 15th. When he allegedly attacked another woman with a crowbar in a convenience store parking lot. There you go. I read it in the proper. If He's an actor. Then, you know, it's East coast. Uh, When they were making their way down steps, the video catches the moment he gets away from cops. He didn't get away from the cops. He was, he, he was handcuffed, but not, they didn't have hold of him. He plunges head first through the third floor stairwell window. He was taken to Highlands hospital and later transported to Frick hospital where he was pronounced deceased. Witnesses say it was very traumatic and something they won't forget. Uh, I, I would say it would be something I wouldn't forget, but I wouldn't say it was traumatic. Uh, it says, I don't know what he was thinking, what was going on, why he would plunge through the window. It's very sad. I feel bad for his parents. If he had kids, brothers, and sisters. Um. Yeah. Eh, I mean, sometimes the gene pool needs a little dose of chlorine. Yeah, and so... If you're,
2: dude, if you're if you're walking a suspect down fucking stairs, have a hold of him. I, we've all been there. Complacency kills, bro. And this is a good example of it. You are complacent with a suspect, so you're like, ah, whatever. He's just squatting. Let's just escort him out. We'll Fucking, maybe even dust him off downstairs and say, get the fuck out of here. Or we're gonna arrest him for trespassing, fucking misdemeanor, and he'll spend a couple nights in lockup and then be back out on the streets and get and eventually get a warrant for it. Whatever. So you're walking him down the stairs. Hey, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh fuck! Hey, Patty, right. he fucking flew out the window. You know, type of like you keep your fucking <laughs> like keep your hands on the suspect. Yeah, keep your hands on the suspect because if you don't and they get hurt, they are going to come and fucking
0: handle oh, you yeah. hard. Yeah. So these cops are going to. There's a lawsuit coming. I don't know. I think. Yeah. I think. In, I, I think in this situation, they will probably say, the police officers. Should have maintained a grip on him, but depending on why the officers say they didn't, like if he's, they said he, we were trying to get a grip on him. He was just walking down the stairs. Like he pulled out of my hand. And he was walking down the stairs faster than I could. You know,
2: who knows? It's a, there's a gray area to it. There's, there's,
0: sure. there's shit happens, right? We get that. But the 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 rule that Chuck's saying and I think is correct is once you put cuffs on somebody, keep your hands on him if you can. To, there's no yeah, reason yeah. not to keep your hands on somebody you've cuff, cuffed up contact equals control space equals escape so you know keep mm. just just keep the hand around the bicep at the elbow you can you know you can yeah. chicken wing them if you need to there's all kinds of control holds they're cuffed if they're right. being combative right. and resistive then hobble their ass and get another person and carry them you know exactly, like exactly
2: yeah spit socky whatever you got to do
0: yeah you know again ty- these are people who just don't want to go with the program and time and, is on your side.
2: And so. I've seen it to where like the cops were like, Oh, he was super cool. Like we had, I had a loose grip on him. And then all of a sudden we were just kind of talking and then he just took off. And now we yeah. can't find him. Right. The cops still got in trouble. No one died because you know, and so no one died, but the cops still got in trouble and they got, they got arrested or not arrested, but they got in trouble because they had it let a handcuff suspect get away and their handcuffs. And they took, um, they got a, like a negative comment card or some crazy shit. The, the, the one I saw jump off the fucking, uh, jail, uh, fucking parking ramp over Constantine wire, the officer oh, yeah. got a uh, desk duty for a little bit and that was it. And that dude didn't die and he broke his ankles and I was sat at the fucking hospital with this fucking dingbat after we got him in a, in a, in a, um, a fucking, what do you call it? In a perimeter. Now yeah. this dude died in custody. Deaths are never good. I've only seen a couple cops get fucked and actually fired for in custody deaths. I don't see these guys getting fired. I think they'll be able to articulate the reason. Don't I don't even think, think they'll get days. In they the weren't able to grab him through the fucking window. Yeah. Like it was unexpected. It wasn't like, you know,
0: I would say reprimand. They'll get a yeah, formal and, reprimand and, in their a turd in their jacket. That's probably it. Did, That's what I would he say. Did
2: Nothing malicious. They'll,
0: they'll get retrained the on proper police control holds. They'll, yeah. do, they'll do it. They'll do it. They'll have to go back to wristy twisty training. I don't know. Yep.
2: Uh, and then we'll, we'll was, be able to promote for a little bit for
0: like three years. <laughs> oh, and here, by the way, if you think that your department won't screw you over, this is what I'm talking to you right now. See me I'm talking to you, right? You watching this on YouTube. You right there. Yeah. You. <laughs> yes. You No, not the guy. No, you. Okay, good. And you got your attention. If you think your department won't screw you over in a high profile case. Let me tell you that when Rodney King happened and it's true story. Cause I have spoken to the people that were there when Rodney King happened, the guys directing traffic two blocks away, making sure that the arrest scene was secured. So imagine pursuit gets terminated. You get told go block traffic at the corner of walk and don't walk and direct and keep keep the intersection clear. The guys directing traffic still got two weeks administrative leave while that case was being investigated just in case. Two weeks. Now, paid administrative leave, but it's still administrative leave for guys directing traffic two blocks away from a beating that ended up on the news and was a PR nightmare for that agency. So if you think your department won't do something like that to you, you're wrong, brother. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. That's it. Remember that. Write it down. Take a picture of it. Something. And for those of you watching on YouTube, we we just, you gotta, you gotta watch this stuff on YouTube if you want to see those videos uh, or you go to our Instagram and you will see, because most of that stuff is posted up there. Um, so yeah, that's it. That was our debrief. We've gone a little bit over. So uh, what we can tell you is, um, while Chuck is is dealing with uh, something, a technical difficulty on his end, uh, you can, if you want to be a guest, reach us at booking.warstories uh, at gmail.com, or if you want to send us a video, ask us to debrief it, you can send it to us on social media, or better yet, email it to us, because we get so many things forwarded to us on social media that we don't know when you want us to debrief it, or when you just want us to see that it was cool. Um, so, email to mailbag uh dot war stories at gmail.com or if you want to get on the show booking uh dot war stories at gmail.com and correct i I don't know uh that's all for me how about you joe
2: yeah uh, i second all that uh thank you guys for listening if you like today's episode you like today's show please like and share comment subscribe all that happy horseshit funny mumbo jumbo go to our youtube go to our instagram go to our facebook um click the link in the bio do all that good stuff and the best uh, way to
0: support us is tell your friends and share and like get other people to listen to us that's the best way that's literally the best way you can support absolutely. us is to get other people in, into it
2: yep and go to our and website
0: yep all right so well until our next episode come home with your shield or on it